Yeah. The Illuminati knows the answers, taking bone samples to clone rappers. But the artists in prison to silence their vision, genetic copies going home after. They look different, eyes shifted, smile missing, skin lifted, it's scientific. If they can't control you, they erase the old you, get your duplication to enforce their message. They clone Gucci, clone Kodak, clone Eminem, he ain't raps his encore, know that. Cloning rappers when they overdose to keep making money from producing more tracks. The game is a sham, turning the artists who challenge to sacrificial lambs. The labels and devils are shaking hands, creating our artists and labs. Executions have been televised, oh They're on TMZ like a night They take our heroes, give us weaponized clones The revolution won't be televised I can't be replicated Copy the attitude and it changed But no one will ever do me the same I can't be replicated Try to control me, then guess again Rebellion lives in my DNA If they killed the rappers who were spitting truth They wouldn't have a messenger to reach the youth So they duplicate physically, implant abilities Replicate tattoos and cloning facilities Indie contracts say worldwide Label contracts say universal For all of time and all forms They own all your music, your image, your name, and your person <laughs> Weird, right? I know you don't think that is facts But for 50,000 and a hair sample You can clone your dog or your dying cat It's another way for them to win the war By weaponizing important celebrities Don't kill your foes, just clone their gods Then you'll control all your enemies the executions have been televised, oh They're on TMZ like a night They take our heroes, give us weaponized clones The revolution won't be televised I can't be replicated Copy the attitude and the chains But no one will ever do me the same I can't be replicated Try to control me, then guess again Rebellion lives in my DNA See the difference in their face now Casualties of money and the fame Posing for the cameras with their fake smiles A clone of someone who they used to be I can't be replicated Copy the attitude and the chains But no one will ever do me the same I can't be replicated Try to control me then guess again Rebellion lives in my DNA Hello and welcome back, everybody. It's been a little while for us, Jeff Rowe. It's been, what, uh, two, three weeks, something like that since the release. we released something. Gosh, and I can't even talk right now because I'm all jumbled. I'm excited to get a new episode out there for our listeners. Our listeners who, by the way, um, are submitting artwork for us for, for some t-shirts or whatever, uh, which we want to thank everybody for your submissions. I'm going to give you... Let's give him another two weeks, Jeffrey. What do you think? It takes time. Yeah, it takes time for the artistic uh, in- inspiration, right? You can't rush these things, man. 
right? Absolutely. Because when you rush them, when you rush these things, you end up with informities, things that just, you know, shouldn't have happened. Things that aren't quite perfect, which is kind of what we're going to be talking about with cloning. Cloning. Interesting subject here. Yeah, and I know I know that uh, I may have let the cat out of the bag about our upcoming project on Discord a few weeks back just to give the people kind of... Uh, kind of an idea of what we were doing, where we were going, because it had been a little while. Uh, the uh, plan for, uh, what was it again, Civilizations? Uh, Breakaway Civilizations. Breakaway yeah, Civilizations. The, the research you. has gotten way deeper, so we wanted to give a really good presentation. You guys, we got a special treat for you guys on our next episode. Right, and, and not to say that this one isn't going to be good either, because we've been dabbling in clones and the idea of the cloning, because we see this stuff coming up all the time now, more than ever, which is really odd because you hear it from people around the world that are popping up and talking about these things. People in the public eye, people in, you know, some people in the media, not not so much mainstream, but still media figures talking about these things. However, mainstream media has just been completely hush-hush about cloning, which is a little odd because... When it really blew up and it really started out, it was the cloning of a sheep. Do you remember that, Dolly, the sheep? Yes, Dolly, Dolly. And uh, what's interesting is I came across some information with Dolly. Uh, it was uh, a project that was done in Scotland, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the information we have here is uh, Dr. Ian Wilmot, a 52-year-old embryologist who... This was a culmination of his life's work, a 25-year odyssey. But what I found interesting was, A, when doing this cloning project, is they didn't use any genetic information from a male counterpart. So by scraping a few cells from the udder of a six-year-old ewe, they fused them into a specially altered egg from another sheep. Dr. Wilmot and his colleagues at, get this, this is what got me, Rosalind Institute in Edinburgh, Scotland. And they suddenly pried open one of the most forbidden and tantalizing doors of modern life. Now, this is where Jeffro's brain goes in overload. Rosalind Institute. Just like the Rosalind Chapel, where the Merovingian bloodline is thought to have had secrets for the Knights Templar. All all this information is in, in this research is being done very near and close to sort of some of the where these conspiracy theories seem to culminate a lot of times with again these ancient societies or these secret societies. I mean I I don't it's not apples to apples. Claiming to be a sac- sacrilegious place, right? It's just, again, I just found it extremely fascinating that this research just happened to culminate in an area that's, you know, drowned with ancient secrecy. I I, I found that extremely interesting, and you don't hear other people kind of point to that. That I just I thought that was curious. 
Well, sure. And more importantly, you know what else it's more than likely flooded with? Funding. Funding. Absolutely. Why not? So we're talking about, and we played, because uh, I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves here again. But we played a clip. It was actually more than a clip. It was a video. It was a whole music video. I'm sure you can't see it because this isn't YouTube that you're listening to. We don't. We have a YouTube channel. We haven't put anything on it yet. But what you're listening to is uh, an artist called Tom McDonald, who has been nothing but very, very vocal on so many things that people aren't supposed to quote unquote talk about. Um, more recently with the COVID-19 pandemic and, and, and whatnot and everything uh, to vaccinations. And, and this was one of those things. This is one of those things that people don't really talk about so much, but you hear you know, these different tidbits from different artists or whatever. It seems like they're trying to, to release the word on cloning as if it's been going on for quite some time. Right, yeah, and one of his great claims of fame is that he is not part of a record label. He's extremely independent, so he doesn't have any masters that he has to sort of bow to, right? And and in the song, that's what he's talking about. He's talking about these record labels basically owning these artists, so much to the point that there's a large claim not only in, in music but also in Hollywood that if there's something that's going on with an actor or a musician and they do have like an overdose or a mental psychotic break or something. Music industry and these labels are motivated to go ahead and keep producing music from these people. So there's there's a thought that what they do is they replace the, the artist and continue to make money and they own your likeness, they own your image, they own your, your artistry, they own your music throughout the universe and for all times your entire career some of these contracts are really terrible yeah i mean even worse than terrible and we'll, we'll get into that later on because it, it actually gets you know gets darker and gets into some of the things that you and i discussed in this in the past with uh uh the Saturn Matrix episodes and uh the deep underground trafficking stuff it, it of course, it all ties together. Why the hell wouldn't it? Everything ties together when we talk about these different conspiracies. And uh, one of the things that I, I do kind of want to touch base on um, before, again, before we go further is we're still banned from Facebook. Uh, we, we don't know if we're coming back. We don't know if they're going to allow us to come back. It's gotten that deep with us. Uh, and I can't even remember. I, I don't even think it was anything that we posted it was, if I recall, something that they didn't like in the past that they dug up and wanted to punish us for. Again, for whatever reason, I don't know why. doesn't matter. I mean, social media is evil. We all know that, right? But we also had recently, going over some of our reviews and everything, and, and like you and I always talk about, we, we accept... Uh, Criticism, right? Good critical criticism to make us grow, help us grow. One of those, uh, one of those types of criticism was somebody reached out. Uh, one didn't really reach out, just uh, left a review on Apple, saying that we were a little too political with some of our stuff. And uh, you, you actually brought this to my attention, and I had to go. You know, I checked it out, I read it, and I sat there and I thought about it, and I thought, well, 
this individual's not wrong. They're not right, and they're not wrong. Because more often than not, when we talk about different conspiracy theories, right? How do you not talk about politics? How do you not talk about governments? It's impossible to do so. And yeah. I do, I, 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 the part where I do agree with it, though, is you, maybe, maybe I do tend to lay it on a bit thicker than I should. And I, I'm going to try to reserve myself from that, uh, you know, because it's hard to talk about stuff and not be opinionated, correct? Right. No, and my, my point of view on that is I, I agree. We, we do sometimes catch ourselves being a little bit political, but it's an outlet for a reasoning and rationale as to why some of these conspiracies have a little bit more weight to them, a little bit more validity. Because the first question is, is, you know, if this is a legitimate conspiracy or this has roots based in reality, you've got to ask yourself, well, how or why would this be happening? And usually that lends itself and gravitate and, and it gravitates to the idea of power and control. And in the common you know, the common day era, power and control lends itself to government control. So that's where, you know, the politics right. whether you really want it to or not, kinda seeps into conspiracy. And it goes hand in hand with the idea, which is still a false idea, that the younger generation even today have. And I, I, I correct I find myself correcting my children from time to time with this. Uh, is that the idea of a government is set to protect its people. That's not why the government's there. Well, In a way. Currently our government is set to help its constituents. And as George Carlin says, its constituents are not the people. It is the their people. donor class. It's the donor class, right. So while they're there supposed to be – the only reason is to protect the rights of the people. I don't care if you're right or left or whatever. That's their whole purpose there is to protect the rights of the people, not to dictate to the people, not to have oversight of the people. Well, no, it's not supposed to. But again, that's not how the – that's not how the government is operating at this point. Right, exactly. And that's where you and I, whenever we talk about these things, we have some of this, as you would say, bleeding into our discussions. Because if if somebody's operating a forklift and they drop two tons of whatever on Joe Schmo walking through the warehouse, you want to know who's operating the forklift. Right, it's not the forklift that created the accident, it's the driver. Oh, oh my goodness. And you know what? We're not going to go down that road because I'm going to dial it back now <laughs> <laughs> with my you know more libertarian type of thinking here. So we're going to dial that back a little bit. Let's go back into the clones, can we? The clones, yes. Uh, so so many things throughout time in pop culture. Speaking of uh, different types of clones, I mean, again, I go back to Star Wars: Attack of the Clones, right? Right. I love Star Wars. Um, the Island. I don't know if you've ever seen that. The Island. Dr. Moreau Island? Is that oh, what gosh. it was based I, off of? I can't remember. It was basically they were cloning people. Uh, gosh, I'll have to go back and check it out. But uh, they were cloning people to be uh, used as uh, in case somebody needed an organ or something. They could just go harvest it from their clone, right? 
and they had like barcodes on them and shit. It was it was crazy. But we we see this. We consistently see this um, throughout pop culture. What was the one movie? The one movie you brought to my attention. Uh, it had it had uh, Tom Hanks in it. Gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. So the movie was Cloud Atlas, right? We were just talking Cloud Atlas, yeah. Cloud it, Atlas, yeah, which had come out in 20, 2012. 2012, you say? 2012. Go figure. So in this in this movie, right? They're they're making these clones, right? Yeah, there's. It's a movie that follows basically. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it. Lifestyles or different eras, where I think the hypothesis is it's a soul's journey through different eras, right? The the soul reincarnating into different body types, and one one of the eras they're in a futuristic uh, scene, like in the future in Seoul, right? Seoul, South Korea, and the Asian character. South Korea, you say? South Korea, yeah. South, that's f- fucking mind-blowing, but go on. Okay. Why do I say South Korea? Because South Korea has been recently known for human cloning and their experiments with it, but go on. Oh, okay. Yeah, so basically th- there's a scene where they've convinced these cloned waitresses that the way to uh, eternity, uh, you know, a heavenly eternity is to be subservient in this this perfect model of somebody who takes care of their, you know, customers and everything. And as the scene progresses, you realize that what they're doing is they're taking these cloned waitresses and they're using them as a protein source, as a food source, and they're basically having a cycle of, you know, creating the clones, creating new waitresses and then once the waitresses have aged to a certain point where they're no longer looking at as the perfect looking perfect age waitress they have to do away with them because they're trying to hold up an image that our waitresses are perfect they're this you know age you know so what they do is they chop them up and use them as part of the protein source for serving the customers on you know a, a thought experiment of a disgusting cannibalism type scenario going on in the movie. Ah, hopefully I described that accurately. You'd have to watch the movie to know exactly what I'm talking about, but it's, well, I it's, remember, this, it's a disturbing scene. Yeah. I remember pit, bits and pieces of it. I don't want to have to go back and watch it again, but uh, yeah, that is definitely what I was getting to. And, and I'm going to explain how that correlates with uh, a different theory later on about this, but uh, this is real. I mean, this is what we're talking. We're talking about human cloning. We know for a fact that they cloned a sheep in Scotland, right? Dolly. At the Roslyn Institute. At the Roswell in- Roslyn Institute, sorry. <laughs> we know for a fact that bioengineers are working with stem cells to recreate or grow organs for those who, who are in need of organs. Right, they've been able to three D or three D print organs from stem cells, right? From stem cells, yeah. That's not f- fictional. That's that's what's happening. That's that's going on right now. Now, good luck to somebody who can afford that. But that it's not far away from cloning an actual human. So, I mean, again, 
you and I have made this discussion before about what we know and what we're allowed to know and then thinking, okay, what we're allowed to know, there are things happening that are just so far ahead of that, right? Right. They're not going to release all this information to the public. It's on a need-to-know type of basis. They're not going to release everything to me, you, anybody else. Even to the point where we, when it all started coming about, what was it, what was it uh, 96 that the sheep got cloned, right? 96, 96. yeah, 96, 97. During, during uh, that presidency, which was who? Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. They had to make a bill. Bill had to make a bill uh, about cloning <laughs> and not spreading DNA all over a dress. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. No, but we have that clip about him talking about using federal funds for cloning. Like this, it was such a thing that he had to reassure the people that yeah, yeah, we're getting closer and closer to cloning. We're cloning animals now. We're not going to use your tax dollars for funding. Well, not directly for funding cloning, right? And we got that clip. We're going to play that clip. Right here we go. Our administration believes that there are loopholes that could allow the cloning of human beings if such if the technology were developed. Therefore, today I am issuing a directive that bans the use of any federal funds for any cloning of human beings. Effective immediately, no federal agency may support, fund, or undertake such activity. Of course, a great deal of research and activity in this area is supported by private funds. That is why I am urging the entire scientific and medical community every foundation, every university, every industry that supports work in this area to heed the federal government's example. I'm asking for a voluntary moratorium on the cloning of human beings until our Bioethics Advisory Commission and our entire nation have had a real chance to understand and debate the profound ethical implications of the latest advances. As we gain a fuller understanding of this technology, we must proceed not with caution, not just with caution, but also with a conscience. By insisting that not a single taxpayer dollar supports human cloning, and by urging a moratorium on all private research in this area, we can ensure that as we move forward on this issue, we weigh the concerns of faith and family and philosophy and values, not merely of science alone. Thank you very much. So there's Bill Clinton telling everybody, don't worry, your tax money will not be used. No federal funding is going to be used for cloning. Loopholes. Listen, I, I would almost say... Because the government's not full of loopholes. Oh, no. Well, here's the thing. I, I almost would rather it be. That way there would be some sort of oversight. Some sort of transparency. And in the clip he says, we urge you to refrain from this scientific endeavor because it may not be like that's ever stopped private industry in the past to to leap ahead scientifically to create a new market i mean this was it almost seems like it was purposely done to keep it in the private sector yeah per exact perfectly said that's exactly what it was they didn't want it to be uh funded by federal government because if they did they again there would be some oversight you at least would hope 
Of course, we're finding out that more and more that's not the case. But at least in 96, you would have hoped that there would have been some legitimate oversight. And they didn't want there to be a risk of any any kind of oversight at all. So they wanted it, again, like you said, to be in the private sector. Well, I think even the oversight that uh, different branches of government have really isn't it, it's a facade there's really no oversight over anything anymore i mean that's like uh the pharmaceutical industry and the fda like you and i were talking about um there's oversight yeah there's oversight by it, the people who fund them by the people who fund them are the same people who are making the drugs and telling the fda hey listen you want to get paid you're going to pass this drug okay again they they are answering to their master Who's a master? The one who funds them. Same thing with the politicians. Who funds them? The donor class. The lobbyists. Lobbyists. That's it. We're getting political. Oh, sorry. Try not to get political. But we we didn't call out a specific side because we think they're both garbage. But, I mean, I I think that's fair to say. We could say that, right? That's not going down one road or another. This is going to be difficult for me. Pretty neutral. Right. But Jeffro, this is this is a topic. This is a realistic topic that people are actually talking about. You just don't hear about it as much. It's how they get away with things. It's it's we see it time and time again, right? You want to find the information, you have to dig for it. You know? If you want to see Cardi B shaking her ass on TikTok, it's just gonna be right there in your face. Not because it's big, but because they're gonna throw it in your face. Right. It's a legitimate subject that people that are in the know. They know they're 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 talking about it, and only dribs and drabs are coming out in the the public. But this is a legitimate action that people are trying to look into, and we've we've got another clip to tr- kind of drive that point home. Yeah, and that wasn't a stab at Cardi B either. She does have a fat ass, but here's the clip. Out there in the vast universe, along the Milky Way, is the place human beings call home. There are almost seven and a half billion people on Earth. They come in all shapes, sizes and colors. 15,000 humans are born to proud parents every hour. But over the years, some have tried to find another way to create life. Human cloning. Your copies of people out here in the world. What? Clones. Its possibility has proven controversial. 19 years ago, 19 European countries took it upon themselves to ban human cloning. You can't just go around cloning people. That's just, that's crazy. The practice is broadly seen as dangerous and unethical, and opponents say it could be prone to abuse arguing it will lead to a generation of humans whose organs and tissues will be harvested. The shroud of the dark side has fallen. Begun. The Clone War has. With the cloning of Dolly in 1996, the idea of human cloning became a hot topic of debate. To date, no known human clone has ever been produced. But in 2008, researchers cloned five human embryos. This was seen as the first step towards using cloning techniques for biomedical research and therapy. And while the ethics and legality of cloning are in dispute, some of the research suggests the practice is possible. 
I shall call him Mini-Me. So, what will the future hold? If science one day says cloning is safe, and if it becomes ethically acceptable, will it be abused? Well, you cloned the wrong man. Or will human cloning forever remain unrealized? Donald Cameron, The Newsmakers. Well, joining me now from the U.S. city of Nashville is Dr. Joy Riley. She's the executive director of the Tennessee Center for Bioethics and Culture. Thanks so much for joining us, Dr. Riley. First of all, human cloning, can we do it? Are we, are we close to being able to do this? Well, that's a good question. I think that um, there, is, there has certainly been a lot of, if you will, progress made since Dolly um, stepped onto the stage in 1997. There have been uh, various groups who have been interested in human cloning and have made some headway. In fact, a Chinese group, uh, I think in 2015, announced that they were preparing to do so. Yeah, the, the ancient Stoics basically told us, hey, you know, just because we can, it doesn't mean we should. What do you think? Do you think we should proceed with this or we need to be very careful and put a lid on all this experimentation with regards to human cloning? I think human cloning is a dangerous activity. Um, C.S. Lewis in The Abolition of Man said that when we can make ourselves anything that we please, that that means it gives the power to some people to make other people what they please. And that's true of human cloning. What's the biggest drawback uh, to human cloning? What do you fear the most, especially from, a, from an ethical point of view, because you, you're concerned with bioethics here? Yes, exactly. Well, I think there are several concerns. Uh, one is the unprecedented power it gives to one generation or some generation of researchers over the, um, those humans whom they would be producing in the lab. It turns human procreation into a production line. And when you have a production line, what are you worried about? You are worried about quality control. In fact, Joshua Letterberg, a well-known scientist uh, wrote, writing in The American Naturalist in 1990, uh, 1966, uh, talked about what would happen with the, um, the malformed uh, ones and so in cloning. So he was talking about this many, many years ago. And that would be a concern. Anytime you have a production, you have to be concerned about quality control. And so he said you would have to figure out what to do with the mistakes, if you will. So those are two of the concerns about it. It is an affront to human dignity. The Declaration of, um, on the Human Genome and Human Rights uh, said so. And that was actually adopted in 1997. So uh, I'm not alone when I say it's an affront to mm -hmm. human dignity. Okay, Dr. Joy Riley, great to get your perspective. Thank you very much for joining us. So as we said, China, again, has jumped out to the lead, it seems, at least publicly. And they've extended this research to 2016. They were going ahead. They've already started cloning these embryos and creating these kids. It's, At least that's the claim. It's kind of hypocritical from a country like China that won't allow you to have a little girl. Well, it's almost like it's an end to the means. They they may end up having to use this type of technology to help keep their population up. Because with as few women that are in their population, it's going to be hard to reproduce 
those numbers going forward. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Or we could look at uh, China as just being totalitarianism and creating a slave race. Well, and that's that's where technology like this gets really, really scary because it's in those types of government that this type of technology and scientific advances can happen in obscurity and happen behind a black veil with nobody knowing. There is a nuance to this, though, and I just kind of want to speak to uh, to that a little bit before we go any further. Uh, as far as as cloning and you know creating organs or, or things that are getting bone marrow, because bone marrow is one of them. I remember we saw a 60 Minutes clip, which we'll play as soon as I'm done with my little spiel here. There, there's a there's a lighter side to this, right? There, there is this can be a positive thing. You can use cloning, maybe not as as a whole person. But you can use cloning in a positive way to replace damaged organs, to replace you know damaged tissue, and that was one of the things. It was it was one of the misconceptions about stem cells. I remember in the late '90s, early 2000s, was <laughs> South Park did it so well with uh, the whole Christopher Reeves thing. <laughs> they they claimed that they were just sucking blood from dead fetuses right i don't know if you remember the the south park episode where christopher reeves is sitting in a wheelchair and he takes this dead baby out of this cooler breaks its neck open and sucks the blood out <laughs> like i mean it's south park right and then all of a sudden he could stand up out of his wheelchair <laughs> it's so messed up but again it is done for comical reason i get it whatever but what about the parents out there? Like we like we were talking about in the the clip that we'd seen. There's parents out there who have children who, you know, need an organ or need bone marrow, but it needs to be compatible so that the body doesn't reject it. And the easier way to do that is to get mimicking cells, clone cells. Right. That's to make sure that the body takes to it. And in this instant instance, excuse me. Uh, there was this couple in this uh, 60 Minutes clip whose daughter, uh, she, and she looked like she was just graduating high school, whatever, you know, but she'd become ill. I think it was a type of cancer or she whatever. She had leukemia. She, okay, she had leukemia. She, leukemia. she needed bone marrow, right? They purposely had a child in order to try to save their older child to use the younger child's bone marrow to save the older child, which they were actually successful in doing. It was it was a success, but the, the, the it was that it was only a twenty percent success rate that the the younger sibling would even have a match. It they just took so happened gam- that she did. They took a gamble, right? At the same time, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, God, could you imagine being that little girl and thinking, "Well, I was born to save my sister." Um. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Did my job. Talk about a free pass. Hey, sister, you want to clean my room for me? <laughs> right? I gave you life, you bitch. You can't clean up after me. <laughs> but no, yeah. And you know what? Speaking to to that side of it, there was a debate in the early 90s because it was embryonic cells that they were using as stem cells. But now, if I'm not mistaken, they've they've progressed that technology to the point where now they can use adult stem cells. They can use your own stem cells. 
Well, they're still not as effective as adolescent stem cells, though. Okay. Um, I'm not exactly sure about that. I think they're they're close to being more effective for you if you use your own stem cells. Oh, yeah, definitely. More compatible. And uh, I, I think my conclusion on this on this whole subject is veering towards manipulation of that idea. And what I mean by that is, you know, when we talk about cloning, you know how people talk about how full-body clones are is possibly what's going on behind the scenes. And we're going to show some information about some uh, artists possibly being fully cloned. But there was an incident where it was a couple years ago, Kevin Hart had an accident. And he later came out and said he had a car accident where his back was pretty badly injured, him and the driver. Mm-hmm. And he came out and said something to the effect that he feels like he's a whole new man. And, you know, some of the people who are into the cloning sort of idea of things proclaimed that possibly it was a clone of Kevin Hart. But what I might, what I'm proposing is what if this technology is so sacred and, and held behind the scenes to the point where maybe it's not full clones, but what if you have somebody like Kevin Hart who's an action star or a movie star and they say, hey, listen, we can fix your back. All we need is a few cells. We're going to clone you, you know, new parts, whether that be a spinal column or whatever. Sure. But you have to follow our agenda. I mean, what celebrity wouldn't sign off on that? Or if you're a celebrity and you, you know, you do have an overdose and you have something going on, but a, a part like a a vocal cord, like say you have a vocal cord injury. And you no longer can sing, but someone comes up to you and says, hey, listen, we can clone your vocal cords if you follow our agenda. And when it comes to these cloning things, these cloning issues, I'm more an opponent or a proponent of maybe something like that going on. We talk about cloning organs and cloning maybe somebody has, you know, a bad pancreas or, or contracts cancer or something. And they're like, hey, we can do away with your cancer. You know, right now you stage four, you're gonna die, but we could save your life. Well, how would you do that? We're gonna clone an organ for you. We're gonna clone your liver. We're gonna right. clone whatever. Right. And the basis for them doing that is okay. We can do this for you, but now you're you know basically an automaton to whatever it is we want you to do. Right. You you've donated in order for us to save your life. We need your DNA. Right. We need you to. Agree to give us your DNA. And we're the only one who can do it because this technology isn't known everywhere. Right. And then what's going to happen with with that? Yeah, we'll clone you, you know, whatever you need. We'll save your life. But we may also make a replica of you down the road. Possibly when the technology gets better. Once you're replaceable. But again, who's to say that the technology doesn't already exist? Well, it may exist. I'm just, I'm throwing my hat in the ring with, you know, this is a, a very fringe sort of subject matter. But I mean, what's what's one of the things they consistently say in the industry? You sold your soul. Yeah, you sold your soul. Yep. That that clearly, in my mind, goes hand in hand with what we're talking about here. It leaves a mental image. It definitely. leaves a complete mental image. So no, yeah, and I just the only reason why I propose that is for those of you out there that are listening to this and you're thinking, "Holy crap, this is." too far out there i just wanted to offer that as sort of a, a yeah. side note that hey listen yeah we're we're exploring the fringe side of this but maybe maybe it's not as fringe as you might think on the surface 
I think that's the point, though, is it's not as fringe as people may think that it is, or right. the idea that it's being painted as is fringe as, you know, yeah, oh, come on, cloning, really? Um, yeah, because you're doing it, and you've been very clear that you're doing it, and you've been very clear that, you know, if nothing else, you've come close, which, by the way, the, the, it, there was a, a bio company clonade uh who's all about all about clone like full cloning of humans right a, a full human replica full human replica but not so much you know anyway how it started was it wasn't supposed to be they're not gonna clone a 40 year old mario no i just gave away my age but that's okay it would be uh, Mario from start. Would look exactly like the Mario now, right? Poor guy. But the personality would be different, right? right. Because he's not that fucking lucky. And here's what's interesting about this is uh, this company was founded in 1997, right? And why is that interesting? The clip we played earlier with Clinton, this was whenever he had this... this uh, policy this interview that he had with the american people where they introduced this legislation was just before this and this company originated in florida once the government came out and said hey we don't want this to be a federally funded thing they're like all right cool we out we go into canada they go to canada and then they get up there and all of a sudden they have some more freedom to go ahead and do this also this cloning aid company the has philosophical ties with a quote-unquote cult or religion called realism and what's interesting about that separation of church and government once they sort of hide this under religious sect information all of a sudden they have religious freedom and they've got money power uh the idea of religion behind them so they they can go ahead and basically do whatever they want without any oversight so again uh a, a ploy of bureaucracy where you can hide some of the scientific information and, and data, some of these you know scientific evolutions in, in something like a technology of cloning and you could just right and this hide was, it. this this is back in 97 back in 97 right back in I mean we're right after Dolly. so right. this all kind of lines up right. This is 2022 after we've 25 years later. After we've talked about stem cell research and, you know, cloning organs and possibly cloning, there's even speculation, and uh, they have made the claim Clonade has. Right, Clonade? Right. I, it sounds like Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. But they made the they made an announcement that, that they have successfully cloned a full full human, completely cloned. They call the human clone Eve. Eve, interesting name. Interesting name, right? Since then, there's been you know people here and there talking about how, yes, the industry, quote unquote, industry, the, the music industry, the entertainment industry, enter- entertainment industry, music industry, worldwide industry, and again, we're talking about elitists, right? That have dabbled in all of these things. That it is happening. Cloning is happening. Cloning of humans 
is happening and not just like we were talking about a few minutes ago where you would clone a Mario and you know then you'd have to wait for baby Mario to grow up. No, they're cloning they're they're, they're cloning uh full uh carbon based type life form cloning now is what they're saying. And it doesn't take it takes time to grow but not as long. Like you wouldn't have to wait shoot miracle growing the baby. Right, exactly. You wouldn't have to wait twenty years to get a twenty year old person You'd wait a week or something like that. Uh, one of the one of the remote, more recent artists. I don't even know this kid. He looks like one of the island boys, right? You, re- you ever seen that TikTok? I like because I'm an mm, island boy. No, I, I can't say that. I have Good. A- Keep your sanity. There's no <laughs> need for you to waste your time on it. It's horrible. It's dog shit. Don't watch it. But this kid comes out, and and I don't know if he's one of these people. I don't know if. You know, it's that kind of music he does. God, I hope not. But uh, he looks like one. He, he claims to be a clone from Clonade. Interesting. Yeah, I actually have a clip okay. from this kid. And I'll, they're going to announce his next. I forget his name. I forget. It's it's probably a little something. I don't know. Kid Boo, making a lot of noise recently, man. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, you, you know, everyone works towards that, you know, that video that goes viral. And it looks like you have like a nice little handful of them now. You know what I mean? It's a big accomplishment. Yeah, I got my hands a bit full now. <laughs> Thanks to these accomplishments. Got a few okay. more extra things in my hand I didn't quite anticipate, but it all comes with the territory, I suppose. Of course. So, uh, where'd you grow up? South Florida. Okay. I guess you originally you were born in Jersey? Yeah, yeah. Originally, my first gen. I'm a second gen now. That's why you see the celebrity births say I'm born in Toronto, but that's false. My first gen was born in Jersey. However, I was cloned by Clonade in Canada. My model number is 0112568 if anyone wants to see the registration and cloning. So there's a, a claim, right? I mean, the kid. He's a model number and everything. Model number. Yeah, I, Kid Boo. I don't even know who this guy is. He's not. He's clearly not mainstream, whatever. But even when mainstream people talk about it, they're quickly dismissed by mainstream. I mean, I mean look, <laughs> I'm not an advocate for Kanye West. Do I think he's a bit out there? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the guy makes sense, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, but he was one of the first people speaking out about you know the industry cloning artists, right? And they they even say for those who are proponents of this this idea that something like being a little bit crazy or uh, quote unquote glitching or coming off as off their rocker are markers and signs of these clones, right? Right. Well, like we've seen clips of uh, what Shaquille O'Neal, Cardi B, Beyonce, Beyonce. Uh, who was the one? A tire with a was it Tyra Banks? I think she was. But she completely just zoned out. Her eyes got real big, and she just dropped right on live was, TV. So there was an, oh um that was the Wendy Williams. Oh, Wendy Williams. Thank right. you. Not Tyra then, Banks. Uh, My bad. Yeah. And then there was also a video of Al Roker kind of just looking into the camera and like kind of freezing, 
for right. like 20, 30 seconds. Right. Like, like almost like he was a, like a reboot getting a signal. In it was the like watching Westworld. <laughs> yeah. When it, they it, shut it really everything was, down. Right? That's exactly how it was. And, and that's how, same thing with Shaquille O'Neal. When they were talking and they were, and he was just frozen with his jaw dropped. And it's like, is he going to say anything? Like people were talking and it was like, he he was just not there. And I want to bring up the point, uh, for those of you who remember some of the song at the beginning of this episode here, Tom McDonald kind of brings light to some of this information. People would ask us, why, why are we talking about entertainers and, musicians you know why is it the rappers are constantly being brought up as these people who are being right, replaced right very important very good point um the reason is in his song he talks about how you can control your enemies is by controlling their gods meaning if you can influence and force people who are in the entertainment industry that we are obviously influenced by in the public domain you know whether through social media or whether it be through music whether it be through movies and this is the whole idea going back to you know, evil Hollywood as well. If you can control the people who control the masses, then you can control your enemies. You can, you know, the elites, the 1%, you know, that, that ethereal sort of 1% that we're always talking about. Um, that's how, that's another way you can control the dogma. That's another way you can control how people act and react. It's MK Ultra, man. It's MK Ultra. Exactly. Exactly what it is. It's great, exactly great point. what it is. So, so what happens when, an artist or somebody defies, right? Because obviously you're not going to have every one of these artists go, well, shit, you've got me by the balls. Now I better play ball. So what happens when an artist defies? Well, we see artists so many times drop off the face of the earth, right? For months at a time, sometimes years at a time. Never heard about again, right? Uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac was one of those people that was supposedly a, a proponent for speaking out against cloning. Really? I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Huh. And then as soon as he started talking about it, boom, guy has an aneurysm. Was it an aneurysm or heart attack? I think it was a heart attack. Yeah, I'm not sure, but that's interesting. I never put those two together. So talking about that, Jeffro, I think uh I think now's the time because we're getting closer and closer to going down the, the dark end of the road on this. Can't we just stay on I know you don't side? like these. You I mean don't. we can just hey listen, we can use cloning to, to clone people who have liver disease and we can help people replace our livers, right? You would think uh, in a perfect world, right? Or what about somebody who's a long-time smoker? We can replace our lungs, right? That's We can do that. They would just continue to smoke. Oh, that's all right. We'll just replace our lungs later. <laughs> well, let's just... I just want to... You know, the positive side. I mean, just like this... Just like Pandora's box, right? The black and dark, you know, the nuance, the, the duplicity of life. You can use this type of technology for positivity, and you can. All right, I guess we're going to open the the door to the dark side. Yeah, I guess because you can use it for dark as well. There is just way too much correlation here that, in my mind, cannot be dismissed. Um. So I, I watched, I watched a YouTube interview recently, by, from a gentleman who was called who goes by the name of Donald Marshall. Okay, Donald Marshall. Right. Claims to have been uh, the brainchild of a lot of big pop songs. Right? Uh, His face is even on the cover of a Megadeth album. If that is him, he's claiming it is him. 
he claims that cloning is happening and it's with uh, the board elite that are pushing this cloning and then there's a bigger darker thing behind them pushing it and what they do is in order to get these artists to do the things that they want them to do they hold their clones captive in these hives right these different areas they hold their they hold they hold these clones captive and he talks about there being like stories of clones so like uh like a Britney Spears, he even mentions specifically. He says uh, she put out a video. It was like Japanimation type of animation where she fantasizes about destroying this clone lab, which we'll have to check it out, right? Haven't checked it out yet. We got to check it out. Uh, but what they do is they wait for these artists and uh, people, whoever they want to clone. They wait for them to fall asleep because they haven't quite got, and one of the biggest issues they have with cloning is the consciousness, the soul. And you and I have talked about this many times. They they can't replicate it. But what can they do? Well, they can harness it. So he claims. So they claim, this gentleman claims that when these people, the uh, people who quote-unquote sell their souls... To become these big artists or whatever, have this money, fame, fortune. When they sleep, their clone takes over their consciousness. They have a way of tapping into a frequency once they donate their DNA, sign that signature in blood, right? And we've heard that analogy many, many times. I sold my soul for rock and roll and I signed it with my blood. What you're laying out here is uh, extremely nefarious terms and conditions. Well, we're talking about the industry, are we not? We're talking about conditioning the masses, are we not? Submit. So what he is saying here is, yes, this is what they're doing, and all of these rich head figures that couldn't land a girlfriend like... uh, Britney Spears or Beyonce or this, that person, that person, whatever. They're subjected to wild and crazy things when they're sleeping, which is why they constantly look so run down, which is why more often than not, you have artists taking drugs not only to keep up and stay up, but they don't want to go to sleep because they know once they go to sleep, and I know this is crazy, once they go to sleep, you know, they've got to live that consciousness of the clone. Huh. And the things that go on are, you can imagine, right? And we've talked about so many things in the past on this podcast with uh, sexual abuse, uh, just thrill kills, things like that. You know, just the wildest and the craziest. And, and they... They clone these people numerous times. So what you're saying is somehow, some way, a person's consciousness, uh, when going to sleep and converts it into subconsciousness, they have some sort of ability to astral project that person's consciousness into an avatar or into a cloned body? He mentions the movie Avatar. He mentions the movie uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers as well. 
Huh. And now Invasion of the Body Snatchers gets a little bit crazy because he does, he, and he continues to talk about, it's, it's a wild interview, but it's, when you're watching it, certain things start come start coming to mind that uh, that we've talked about in this podcast many times and things that we see going on around us. And he talks about how a lot of these uh, clone labs are in dumbs. Deep underground military bases. Yes. So he says also that it's not just the U.S. government that's complacent in doing this. It's all governments that are complacent in doing this. Because it's the control of the masses. You use these figures to control the masses. And how do you get them to do what you want them to do? Well, one, you could attack their family. Two, you could attack them. Or in this way, attack their consciousness in a way. I guess you could say, right? I'm I'm kind of thinking as you're talking here, this lends me to, to think about the subject matter we brought up before where maybe sometimes uh, maybe these clones are also an, a substitute food source for uh, um, outside forces, extraterrestrial forces possibly. You know what, Jeffro? It's funny you say that and you actually beat me to it because he goes on to talk about that as well. No, does he really? Yes, he does. Yes, he most certainly does. And huh. he says there are three levels and what they are is... Uh, uh, they're, t- they're a type of species that had come from uh, the the dinosaur era. Draco? Like Draco, right? Ah, huh. There are three levels. There's a smaller level. And what he explains, he goes, everybody in the Illuminati, you know, t- following the Illuminati and the, the one eye and the all-seeing eye of Horus, they've got it all wrong. He goes, yes, this is symbolism. But... The level one, we'll we'll say, uh, lizard people or or, or uh, Draco, whatever. What they do is they burrow into subjects. They burrow into the eye of a human, taking over the human for a set amount of time, but it, it cannot last within the host for a long time. So does he say the eye, or does he say the third eye into... He says the eye, which is the whole reason of covering up the one eye. It's kind of Uh, a... Which leads to some of the symbolism that celebrities do when covering the eye. Exactly, exactly. Um, Second level, and he he, he starts talking about how they have like the... uh, It's almost like a horn, but kind of like that, right? Like a unihorn? Like a unihorn, whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, very nefarious, very nefarious, uh, really prefer to feed off of humans. And, uh, he also talks about how they don't really like clones. They don't really, because there's something missing from a clone compared to a complete human and more importantly, a younger human, because one of the things that they don't like are tainted blood with vaccinations. Hmm. I'm learning about all this information just. As well, long this, as I mean, this is this, this is, is stuff. 
It's just crazy again, and I know that. But he goes on to talk about the third level, which is the most intelligent level. And we know them as greys. So there's still Draco-type greys, like the reptilian-type greys, right? Very, very intelligent, extremely nefarious, do not like humans whatsoever. So with these different levels, he goes on to speaking about how this all this information was was known all the way back to the Egyptian times. And he, he even makes the claims that the pyramids were chambers. You know, that the pyramids have chambers? Right. The pyramids have chambers, and the chambers were flat on the bottom, so they couldn't crawl out. So it would be a cooking chamber... For these creatures, once they were caught, they were thrown inside of this pyramid cooking chamber so they couldn't get out. Crazy stuff. I, know, I get it. But remember we did the uh, the episode, uh, the Saturn episode, a Saturn Matrix, and we right. had the guy from Ancient Aliens. Remember, his, his name was Dave Wilcock. Remember, he had that interview with the guy? David Wilcock, yes. Yeah. When he was sitting there in that interview, we played the clip in uh, the Saturn Matrix episode, which if you haven't listened to that, please go listen to that right now. Um, still getting compliments on that episode, by the way. Oh, okay, great. Uh, he says, all right. He kind of stops the interview. He says, okay, I, I'm, I'm about to tell you something, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Right, yeah, I remember. It immediately, you know, really sets the tone, and he starts talking about um, these underground beings, the Draco, the reptilians, or whatever, and uh, how they're they're being fed, you know, missing children or whatever. That's you know because they don't like the taste of the alternative. To right, me, that must have been where I was remembering. Right, right, okay, yeah. To me, the alternative is clone. They don't like the taste of the alternative clone. Why? Why don't they like it? Because it's missing a soul. It's missing the consciousness. It has nothing to take over but a, a sack of meat. It's like eating an egg without the yolk. Exactly. Exactly. So what do they start doing? They, to to appease these creatures. I don't know if it's even to appease. Maybe they're just going hand in hand. Because he even makes a claim. Uh, this uh, Donald Marshall makes a claim that... Uh, Queen Elizabeth has one of these lizards. It's kind of like a pet. Wow. And she's like the bloodline, the royal bloodline is deep, deep in with you know this old, ancient, underground civilization of creatures. And children, this leads me to my next point. <laughs> Don't do crack. <laughs> Sorry, but water, it's, it's a Waterboy reference. <laughs> it's hard to ignore the comparisons that match up. You know the, the the different details that are now beginning to surface that we see with the deep underground military bases, which we know are factual. We will we will get into that at some point as well. And what was what was the interview? What was this gentleman's name again? Donald Marshall. You know what? I'll, Marshall. I will upload the uh, YouTube link to our website. I have not checked this video out fully. His name came up in uh, some other reference material that I had, but I hadn't had a chance to listen to any of his interviews. And, and you're piquing my interest now. 
you know, just like all information we present here, uh, you have to discern a little bit some of this information. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So, uh, and I, I sometimes wonder, we discussed this earlier, I sometimes wonder if on purpose these whistleblowers don't come out and they're, they've been subjected to so much trauma that even some of the information they give might not be skewed, right? But that doesn't mean some of the information they're presenting isn't valid. So, and and the reason why the elites may allow information like this to get out is because they understand that uh, half or two thirds or or three quarters of the information is bunk. And once it's bunked, debunked, you know the information they're like, oh well, this guy has been discredited, so no one's going to believe some of the stuff that they do say that is real. So I, I sometimes. I, I sometimes am curious how much of this information is true, but some of the stuff that you just presented, what's interesting and intriguing to me is we do see coming out from other sources and other yeah. whistleblowers and other information. And if it was just one guy coming up with a creative story, this is where you have to kind of step back, take a few steps back and, and use some of your critical thinking. And at different points of time as well, I will also point out because – I mean, remember Phil Schneider in some of the earlier episodes uh, that yeah, we played? Phil Schneider was Doms. talking. Yeah, he was talking about Doms, and he, he was also talking about what was in those Doms. Right. Right, he was talking about a, a coalition between humans and, you know, and extraterrestrials. A, what he thought was an alien race. Right, yeah. What if it's not an alien race? What if that race has been here this whole time in an underground, hollow Earth type of world? Where they can thrive, where they can thrive because they need the heat, or they can't stand the sun. They can't stand the sun. Maybe they need maybe they need the heat from the Earth's core, right? And maybe the further down you go, the hotter it gets. Who knows, right? Because how many scientists have come out and said, "Well, you know what? Yeah, global global warming, sure, but uh, it's really coming from the Earth's core. The Earth's core is heating up. That's kind of how it goes, right?" Uh, I haven't heard that hypothesis. I've actually heard the hypothesis that uh, the further you go underground, the colder it gets. And if if you think about some of the other information that we've discussed about actually uh, the core not being a molten ball, but possibly an iron crystal, sure, you know. But obviously, an iron crystal is going to generate a lot of a lot of pressure, generate a lot of heat and energy, if it's under a rotational pressure. So, yeah, I guess it could still produce a bunch of heat. So, yeah, hollow Earth's sun, possibly. Yeah, that's where I was going because anytime we talk about hollow Earth, my mind goes right back to the Green Children of Woolpit. So, there you go. Yeah, right. So, huh? It's it's interesting information to go ahead and contemplate. Absolutely. And I'll tell you this, when when we do upload the link, and I'll try to get to it as soon as possible, the the guy's delivery isn't the best. He seems a little reserved on even some of the stuff that he is speaking on. Um, well, that would be common sense if yeah, if it, it's true that if he it's experienced this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It would it would fry anybody's brain cells. But I mean, it's the same thing when we're talking about uh, the whole 
Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell thing. You know, it was so many people trying to speak out about it, but he was such a head figure that was like, no, no, no. Same thing with Bill Cosby. No, no, no. Why would you dismiss somebody who is trying to be vocal about a horrible truth, uh, 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 you know, something horrible that, that another person is doing? Well, the human mind doesn't want to believe those subjects are my, rational anyways. And that's my point exactly. So, it would it would it be... Uh, it would not be a good idea to be dismissive of anybody at this point. You, right. you really at least listen to it and come up with your own conclusion. But to me, when I was watching this this interview that this guy has, and it was pretty much just him talking. The other the, the interviewer did not really say too much at all. Um, but it seemed to me that there was a lot of correlation with a lot of the other things that you and I dug into in the past, and I thought, well. Isn't that a coincidence that he's speaking on exactly what X, Y, and Z spoke on? There are elements that patch and string together. It's almost like they're hiding the absurdity in reality to make the absurd absurdity not real. Oh, he even talked about alien abduction. He even talked about alien abduction uh, in one of the ways that... If if some of these people want to get DNA from somebody and don't have a way to do so, like they're not complacent or they can't get a doctor who's complacent with releasing that information, obviously that's private information. They use fictitious alien abduction where they wear these suits, these masks or whatever. Which is something that Richard Doty talks about. Something that Richard Doty had talked about. He talks about, you know, human abduction that was carried out by secret services within the military. It was something that uh, Stephen Greer also, yes, Stephen Greer had, had talked about. Now, and all these characters at one point or time had had their, uh, you know, their validity questioned. But again, using critical thinking, you're getting all this information from different facets and different sources, and you're hearing the same stories from different people, not just. You know, Stephen Greer, or just Richard Doty, or just you're. you're, It's interesting that you're hearing these things being replicated by other doctors, other professors, other researchers. So one has to question: Can they all be lying? Are they? And a lot of times, it doesn't seem like these people are really in contact with each other. These are totally independent stories. So that's interesting. I mean, this guy goes as far as saying, because the interviewer did ask me, he's like, well, how are you making it out with this information? How how could you possibly be doing this? And he talks about the upload of uh, repressed memories from consciousness, right? How they hold some. So you're talking about possibly an Akashic record? Like an Akashic record, thank you. Um. But he, he also goes on to say that a lot of these pop artists or, or music artists or whatever, what have you, they'll drop tidbits. They will, you know, they're trying to get some information out, which they're allowed to do because these people doing this stuff think it's it's funny. Ha ha. Look, you know, they well, have no what, idea. This is what the occult says. Uh, if if you are sort of in a, a evil occult or a, like a satanic occult, they say that you have to do things in plain sight. Right, right. So in one of those things that he mentioned, he, he recalled uh, the the music band Heart. Uh, 
I don't know if you remember Heart. So he actually speaks on uh, one of the songs that the music group Heart released. Uh, it was a song that was actually rejected by uh, Stevie Nicks, who has her own kind of a cult following, you know, her persona, her 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 vibe of being a quote-unquote witch. Yeah, there's... Oh, really? Yeah, there's that. Uh, <laughs> you, they could say that, or, you know, some people would just say she's spiritual, and, you know, who knows? But uh, this specific song, this particular song, is called These Dreams, and he says, you know, this is something that uh, this group is speaking out on and if you go back and you listen to some of the lyrics like i'm just going to cover the chorus here okay right it says these dreams go on when i close my eyes every second of the night i live another life these dreams that sleep when it's cold outside every moment i'm awake the further i'm away huh and there's even a bridge it said that goes there's something out there i can't resist I need to hide away from the pain. There's something out there I can't resist. Hmm. And he claims that this is uh, sort of an atonement to what is actually happening to the clone. So one of the ways he was able to stay within this circle, this uh, you know, dark society, we'll say, is that first off he was born into this kind of situation a cult right and uh he was able to come up with lyrics to songs Uh, one of them was the danger zone the top gun song from Hmm. uh uh gosh what's his name tom cruise tom top gun yeah but who was who was the artist name oh when it comes to artists you got me brother uh gosh i know it but i'm drawing a blank and i know somebody out there screaming right now that's good keep it to yourself (laughs) Or shout it out. I, I don't care. But uh, he was saying that he had come out with, come up with the lyrics to Highway to the Danger Zone because that's what it felt like every time he was going into you know, these uh, different underground cloning labs was uh, the Highway to a Danger Zone. So, Jeffro, you looked it up. It's Kenny Ken- Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Kenny Loggins, okay. And I should have known that because he did the same, he was the same guy who did the... Uh, Caddyshack song with the little gopher. Oh, really? I'm all it, right. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> so he he just, he, he consistently in this interview, you know, look, there's people out there trying to give you hints and dabs at what's going on, what's happening here. You have to be aware of what to listen to. But once you are, just like everything else, you can't unhear it. Yeah, once you lift the veil, you just not putting the veil back, right? Exactly. So careful what you wish for. Exactly. So Jeffro, I think we're going to wrap this one up for uh, cloning. I know we could we could probably go a little bit deeper, and we, we I know we'll touch on the uh, subject matter here and there in further episodes. I'm sure. Um, yeah, we'll clone the episode of clones. We'll clone the episode of clones. The attack of the clones. Um, Interesting, isn't there a? Uh, in the expanded universe with Star Wars, isn't there something known as Clone 66? Uh, execute Order 66. And what that does is that releases the clones. Wow, 66. Interesting number, isn't it? It is. It is. You know what? Maybe we'll call this one Attack of the Clones. We'll just Attack. call this one the ta- Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I, I, who doesn't like that? But. All right, Jeffro. 
This is uh, this is a new episode. We hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, we will get to uh, breakaway civilizations. Breakaway civilizations. Thank you. We will we will get into that. Jeffro has been digging deep into this. Oh, you guys are gonna like this one. <laughs> I'm sure we will. I'm sure he's he's gonna take the uh, he's gonna take the wheel on that one. So we're in for a ride. So, but until then, until then, Mario. <laughs>